Hey guys, and welcome to today's episode. Today, we're going to be talking about how to heal from heartbreak. In January 2018, my fiancé at the time left, and at that time, it was terrible, and I cried for months. I was so destroyed by it, and to this day, sometimes I still feel sad that it happened the way that it did. And there were a lot of issues in the relationship, and my ex didn't really want to work through them together. He felt like it was too difficult, and it would just be better to just leave. We were together for about four or five years, I think, and honestly, I tried for a really long time to push the relationship out of my mind and all that pain, so if I'm a little bit foggy on the details, that's why. (laughs) It can still be very painful to just relive those memories in general, so surely you understand. (laughs) We were together since the final year of high school, and he even introduced me to the Christian faith around the same time. I was a brand new Christian, and he had been a Christian for his whole life. Back then, I definitely had an attitude. I was very critical and judgmental. I was very headstrong in my own opinions, and I loved to gossip. (laughs) It didn't happen overnight, but as the years went on, I learned that these things weren't good for me, and I needed to put them behind me and grow into the person that I knew God was calling me to be. From my point of view, however, as I was growing, I suspected that my ex's faith was becoming stagnant and maybe fizzling out. I don't know his heart or what God knows, but that's what it looked like to me at the time. The more I felt his passion for God grow small, the more it made me frustrated because he was my boyfriend and fiancé, and I had started to learn more and more about what a godly relationship is supposed to look like. And with compromise after compromise, I started to feel like this relationship didn't really have Christ in the center of it. And rather than trying to fix that, I just became more critical, more judgmental, and more frustrated. I knew it had to end, but I didn't necessarily have the strength to do it myself. I just remember one night just being in tears on the floor, just crying out to God and telling him, you either have to take this relationship from me or you have to help us fix it because I don't have the strength to end it myself. And we had so many small problems that just accumulated over time and everything just felt like a huge deal. Eventually, in the Christmas break of 2017, we went to visit his parents and I noticed that we were pretty distant, but I couldn't place my finger on it. This particular Christmas break, God was working in my heart with some particular things and I genuinely felt that I was making progress and I was getting along with his family, but little did I know that my ex felt the complete opposite. Everything that I didn't want to do with them over the holidays, whether or not it was because I was comfortable with certain activities... He just took it as us not being compatible in the long run. We would bicker and argue over every small thing, and it was just crazy. I remember feeling frustrated and alone. I wanted a godly Christian man who would be the head of the relationship in a loving and gentle way, someone who would cover my faults with love and grace, but at the same time lovingly encourage me and correct me when I needed it. And I just didn't feel that at all. I remember thinking that he'll change once we get married and that he's just at odds with peer pressure and society standards and things like that. I felt I would get the guy I originally liked back, but I never did. You can't love, encourage, or edify anyone into being a better person because that's up to God. You may see the incredible person they can become, but it won't mean anything unless God himself has willed it and sets things up in motion for that. After the breakup happened, I just remember feeling so angry, angry at myself and angry at him for seemingly not trying hard enough. And we both made mistakes and we both really hurt each other on occasion, but it was an incredible shock to me about how much of a big deal marriage is. 
I never looked at marriage and engagement the same way ever again. I never wanted to go through that again, and I'm sure no one else does want to go through a broken engagement, ever. You should never tell someone that you want to spend the rest of your life with them, no matter what, and then decide to break that promise and then leave. It is excruciating, and it messes you or the other person up for life. Previous arguments and the way I felt like I was treated left me questioning my self-worth, my anxiety increased, I became very self-conscious while at the same time not caring about myself properly and not caring about my body. I didn't go to the gym for like six months. (laughs) However, my faith at all didn't collapse, surprisingly. If anything, I think I leaned more into God during that time. I definitely made many mistakes. I became very independent. I question any guy's intentions, but at the same time, I made mistakes about them and I misjudged their character at times. I really had to seek God for wisdom and clarity during this time. Navigating being single was hard and I hadn't done it in such a long time. I had to regain liking myself and liking who I was on my own without anyone by my side. I had to figure out what I genuinely liked and not just liked because my boyfriend had liked it. I really felt like God was carefully peeling back everything that wasn't me and was trying to reveal what truly is me. My relationship with God got stronger and every time I thought I knew better than him or acted on my emotions, he lovingly steered me back to his way, which was confusing at first but also very much needed. It might sound crazy, but the breakup enabled me to develop a new sense of thankfulness. Thankful that God had led me through that time. Thankful that it happened and thankful because it enabled me to trust God more. Thankfulness doesn't come naturally to people, I think, and especially when we don't want to feel thankful. It's also really hard to be thankful, especially with a broken heart. However, I knew deep down that this breakup was necessary and a small part of me was thanking God that this came to a close because I felt that now God could really work on me and bring me into his will and his great plans for my life. Eventually, the more I practiced thankfulness, the more I started to look at the bigger picture, God's bigger picture. When we think about it, our life is a tiny speck in the grand scheme of things, and when you look at it like that, our pain doesn't really seem so great and terrible anymore. It's exactly like it says in James chapter 4, verse 14, and it says, What do you know about tomorrow? How can you be so sure about your life? It is nothing more than mist that appears only for a little while before it disappears. Or in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 17 to 18, which says, We view our slight, short-lived troubles in the light of eternity. We see our difficulties as the substance that produces us for an eternal, weighty glory, far beyond all comparison, because we don't focus our attention on what is seen, but what is unseen. For what is seen is temporary, but the unseen realm is eternal. We don't know what tomorrow brings. We can't even comprehend eternity and being with God forever. So even if this pain is intense, this is just another thing in life that God is going to lovingly use to discipline you and grow you into the person that he wants you to be. God will always use pain to get you to lean into him more. And if you don't lean into him when you're in pain, it's going to likely take a lot longer to heal. Romans chapter 8 verse 28 says, We know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him. Or Proverbs chapter 20 verse 30, which says, When you are punished severely, you will learn your lesson well, for painful experiences do wonders to change your life. So God uses pain like a megaphone. He's trying to get your attention that that something in your life just isn't quite right. And he's calling out to you to listen because he loves you. And yeah, it, it hurts and it sucks in the moment, but don't waste your pain. It's an opportunity for you to grow. You can never control the situation that you're going through, but you can definitely decide if it's going to make you bitter or better. And for a while there, my pain definitely made me very, very bitter. Even on the outside, when I was saying to people that, oh yeah, I'm using my pain for good, But deep down when I went home, 
I was a very bitter person about it. (laughs) But ultimately, I had to remember that even in pain, God is working for good. I didn't want to feel that way. I didn't want to believe that, but it definitely was. And God is more interested in our character development than in our comfort. We get to be comfortable when we're in heaven, but being on earth now is almost like the dress rehearsal before the big show. This is the time where the troubles here on earth get us ready for heaven. And when I learned that truth, it was definitely a greater comfort for me while I was going through this breakup. So if you're currently going through a heartbreak right now, all this encouragement might not be doing you any immediate good. You might not instantly feel better, and I don't expect you to. These are just long-term reminders for healing your heart. However, in the right here and now, I'd just like to say that it's okay to be grieving. It's okay to not feel okay right now, and it's okay to pour your heart out to God in pain. Just do it. He can certainly take it. Tell him everything that you're feeling. In the Psalms, it says that he's close to the brokenhearted and he saves those whose spirits are crushed. He binds up their wounds also. You may currently feel like God has left you and he isn't near you because you're hurting this much, but honestly, he hasn't moved at all. Choose to believe that he is good and that he isn't a liar. If anything, Satan is the liar. He will try to get you to think that God isn't good, but he really, really is. And I just want to encourage you today to trust in him during this time. Other than pouring your heart out to God, another great practical thing to do when you're experiencing heartbreak is to find someone to help you. It might depend on you, but it could look like seeing a counselor or seeing a mature Christian friend or even having an accountability partner. Someone who you know will text you daily to see how you're going and is there to just listen when you need to cry or vent. God has placed certain people in your life, particularly other Christians, to encourage, build up and edify you. Finally, my last suggestion is kind of two-pronged. Use your pain to minister to others. So many of people's amazing and wonderful ministries are from a place of intense pain, just like what you're feeling right now. Use your pain as a way to comfort others who have been through similar situations. Also, by doing this, you won't be so focused on yourself, but instead you'll be focused on others, and in that way, you won't be thinking of how much you're in pain anymore, and you're using it for good. That's what I mean by this is two-pronged. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 4 says, He always comes alongside us to comfort us in every suffering so that we can come alongside those who are in any painful trial. We can bring them the same comfort that God has poured out upon us. So if God can comfort us by the means of other people, then he can also certainly use you to help others. There is no reason for suffering without purpose because God never wastes anything. There is no reason for suffering without purpose because God never wastes anything that he allows, even heartbreak. I just really hope that this episode encourages you and gives you a renewed hope today. Today might be full of sorrow and tears, but I want you to have hope in the fact that tomorrow will bring joy and it's one step closer to feeling more whole. In fact, I had Psalm chapter 30 verse 5 taped to my mirror for the longest time and it says exactly that. There may be pain in the night, but joy comes in the morning. I hope it encourages you as well and gives you hope. Just know that just because one person said no and cut off the relationship doesn't mean that you're going to be alone forever. In most cases, God has someone better suited for you, and that's exactly what happened to me. I didn't say this earlier, but after the breakup, I sat down and I prayed and I made a list of all the traits that I wanted in a future husband, and I said to God that I don't want to marry someone who doesn't have these traits. I didn't say silly stuff like, oh, he has to be over six feet tall or anything like that, but... I said, God, I want someone who has a relationship with you and seeks to grow in you and puts you first. Someone who obeys and trusts you and pushes me towards you always. Someone who is a gentleman and knows my worth and will treat me properly. 
someone who will make me feel like I'm the most beautiful woman on the planet and never makes me feel insecure about myself. Someone who recognizes the importance of prayer and always wants to say, let's pray without having me say it first. Just things like that. Things that mattered to me at the time. And little did I realize my future husband was on a ship in the middle of the ocean preparing to come live in Australia and meet me. (laughs) And I grew to know that Jesse was the one for me because as we were going through all the courting and dating stages, I noticed that he fulfilled all of these traits that I had regularly prayed over. And it wasn't smooth sailing trying to get to him and figure out if he is the one for me because, like I said before, the enemy, Satan, would love to distract me with other guys who don't have very good intentions. But I'm glad that the pain and the heartbreak led me to Jesse. He is everything that I have prayed for. He strengthens me and encourages me in my faith all the time. And he lovingly corrects me all the time when I need it. His faith and relationship with God inspires me all the time. He always encourages me to be the best that I can be. I just admire Jesse so much. And before this episode ends, I want to be clear, this isn't a my ex sucks, my husband now is awesome kind of an episode. No, you just have no idea how many times I've had to re-record this episode because I got anxious and I just didn't want to talk about this story. No, if, if that's all you get from this episode, then I think you've really missed my heart on this issue completely. What I'm trying to get across is this. God sees everything from the beginning to end and he knows what will help us and what will harm us. Relationships may be good for a season, but sometimes you just outgrow that person and you need to let go and embrace the new thing that God is doing. Don't feel like breaking up is a failure because it might just be a turning point for something far greater. In relationships, you can really tell the difference between if God is in the middle of something and when he isn't. God makes a huge difference and his grace is just crazy good. I feel like I see him way more clearly now than when I first became a Christian. And that's pretty much what the Christian life is all about. We're always learning about God and he's always revealing himself to us more and more every single day if we're just open to him and open to being a part of his will. And I really hope that you see that today through my own heartbreak story. Anyway, that's all I have for today's episode. I hope it made sense. I hope you liked it. I really had to keep stopping and starting when I was doing this episode because it's still a hard topic for me to talk about and it's not very nice. So if you did like it and it really encouraged you, it would really mean a lot to me if you reviewed this podcast, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or hit follow if you haven't already. I'm super excited for the rest of the season episodes to come and I really hope you are too. I hope you have a peaceful and joyful week. Let me know if you're going through this pain right now so I can pray for you. I would love to pray for you. You can send me a message on Instagram or on the blog at fearlessproverbs.tumblr.com forward slash ask. See you next Monday. Bye.